Martin. Hey, and this is Studio Set Stage. Uh, welcome for another exciting uh, episode. Uh, will we bring you from the studio to the set and to the stage? Um, how are you doing, Martin? I'm doing well, Cynthia. How are you doing today? Very good, very good. I'm so, so, so excited about uh, today's uh, show, uh, this topic. You all know that, you know, every week we come to you with just a different topic, something just to engage everybody, right? So we normally talk again, Studio Set Stage, uh, but as Studio Set Stagers, you guys out there, as well as myself and Mark Dean, uh, we Mm -hmm. are parents, and we are parents um, educating our kids in this pandemic of isolation. So, so I, I felt it appropriate as a parent. We felt it appropriate as parents. We need to get somebody on here to talk about uh, what's happening with parents, what's happening with kids, uh, with yes. the school system to just kind of just like put some ease, put some ease to my mind, put some ease to your mind. Yes. <laughs> I, I, Stressing everybody else out. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> mind out. right now. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you're watching, uh, we have with us, I'm um, so honored to have her, uh, Cobb County School Counselor, Maisha Davis, who is joining Studio Set Stage today. Yeah. Hello there and welcome. Oh. Hello. Welcome. And thank you for um, inviting me to be on your show today. Thanks. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, Miss Galen Ferguson, uh, who is a parent of a student here in, uh, has a child in Cobb County Schools also. Uh, so just want to say welcome to you to Studio Set Thank, Stage. You. Thank welcome, you. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Very cool. So listen, let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Um, I just want to say, Miss um, Davis, um, what has it been like? Obviously, you're on the front lines. Uh, you're your you're school counselor. Like, so give me some of the initial things uh, that you are having to deal with. I can imagine every single day. Well, you know, it's schedules, 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 especially um, for high school. It's, you know, making sure that they're in the right um, classes and um, once they get into the platform, because Cobb County is using the CTLS, that's the learning system that, you know, all of our instruction is going through. So, you know, students just, oh, I'm not feeling this class, and oh, I don't think this is going to work, you know, I don't think I can learn online, and is there another way I can do this? So just trying to come up with the ways that will help our students um, best engage, you know, um, virtually. So it definitely has been a challenge um, for our students and for counselors as well. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. So um, let me ask you, you know, and like I said, I am a parent too. And, you know, parents, you know, parents talk, we mm-hmm. talk amongst, uh, you know, ourselves or whatever. Um, this is not just a small problem. This is a pretty big problem, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things that I think we thought about it, but we really didn't think about it, was the disparages between um, the haves and have-nots when it comes to access to technology. Even if you have a device, do you have someone in the home who can help you navigate that device? Do you have someone in the home who can help you navigate CTLS, you know, our learning system? And, you know, there we, we did produce videos to show parents how to use it. But, you know, for me, it's kind of like driving. I can watch a video to drive, but until I actually get behind that right. steering wheel, you know, I'm right. on the same thing for riding a bike. So that yeah. was 
things that um, I feel like I've had to work with personally because I too have little ones. And, you know, my third grader, she does very well um, virtually. You know, she was able to show me some things after, you know, day one. But then my sixth grader, you know, there are a few more challenges um, that we have to deal with there. So, um, but, you know, getting those devices and making sure that they know how to navigate them, you know, do they even have Wi-Fi? You know, wow. like we, we gave devices to a lot of children, but then we didn't have Wi-Fi when a parent comes in and says, okay, so do you have a hotspot? And it's like, um, let us get back to, you, back to you. But the district has been very, very helpful in trying to, you know, and the, the community at large has been helpful in helping us to get those resources so that, you know, our families can get what they need. And I know it's not 100%, but yeah. we are a whole lot better than we were when we left school in March, though. So I can tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I know Mark Dean wanted to ask also, um, parent, uh, you know, I, I, Galen, Ms. Ferguson, uh, you know, uh, what, you know, as a parent, and I know you've been conversing with other parents also, um, you know, what have you heard? You know, what, what are you going through uh, personally? Well, personally, I'm one of those that I'm able to work at home, but I have a second grader right. and a toddler. So... Yes, some of us can work at home, but we're working. We have jobs that we have to do. Mm. And then we're also helping with the projects and the assignments. We're, you know, the babe, William is in second grade, so he's okay with the device. They're used to using certain programs in school, but navigating through the classes, is, it's challenging. We all know. Mm -hmm. And that is probably the biggest thing right now is getting on the platform, navigating through the classes, where am I supposed to be, what time, these assignments mm. that are due. They really don't have a lot of time to get the assignments done. So we stayed up on Friday night and mm. did all of his assignments that were given out for, uh, you know, for the first two weeks of school, just so we could get it done, get caught up, and let's get ready for the, the next week, you know. But that that is what the parents are really talking about, are, is navigating the system, getting the assignments done, and that's it. it. Really, the devices, having scanners and printers and copiers and knowing how to attach things. A lot of people, you know, they're just, they just, it, it's, it's technical. Right. That is, you know, yeah, Cobb County has been very good with sending out the resources, that, but you have to read it and you've got to try to do it. And then if it doesn't work, you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. It's, <laughs> but yeah. It can be challenging. Very so, challenging. I, I know, uh, Miss Davis, you know, I, I have heard some horror stories. And, you know, I, and I could say a day, a day in the life of Miss Davis as a school counselor, <laughs> I, you know, I have heard that, you know, some parents have reached out to counselors a very irate um, to the point of, you know, filing complaints. I mean, I mean, are you getting this also? <laughs> You laugh. <laughs> well, it, it, has, it has been challenging. Um, I think one of the biggest things that, you know, at least my team tries to let parents know is that we're not in the classes. What the, if, if you don't have a child in Cobb County right now, you really have no idea what the CTL, CTLS portal even looks like. And fortunately, I do have a, a child in it, so I know I can help them navigate. For our counselors who don't have children, it's like, but then they think the counselor is supposed to know 
everything. And then, like, but, have, but have you have you reached out to the teacher? And it's like, no, I didn't even think about the teacher. I'm like, well, that's whose class you're in. And so, you know, with students not being able to see all of their classes on the um, on the CTLS platform, um, especially if they get a class change or a teacher change or something, you know, that can. I mean, we've had kids who go on a couple of days without even being able to see their classes. And I'm not mm -hmm. doing. Like, but did you email the teacher? and say, hey, can I get this? Oh, yeah, so now they've started sending me my assignments, and then they record the lesson. So even though I'm not physically there, you know, I'm not in the class, they're yeah. still able to navigate the classes. So, but yeah, so these first couple of weeks have been um, really difficult. And then with the platform being up and down, you know, you may start off the day great, and then by the time middle school starts, bam, or you may not even start the day off right, and then it's so... And a lot yeah. of that comes to the school counselors. They think that we can fix it. And, you know, I have a tech background, but it has nothing to do with the CTLS portal. So, oh, right, you know, right, right. We just, we right. just smile and, and keep going and just try to um, try to encourage them. Because for me, the last thing we want is for our students to be stressed. And I even put this on my Facebook page the very yeah. first day of school. We could not get into CTLS, but the Sunday before I had gone in and saw all the assignments that my baby needed to do. So right. what did we, mm -hmm. while we couldn't get into CTLS, I went and found videos on YouTube that covered the concepts that she needed. She had no idea that I was about to have a nervous breakdown, freak yeah. out because as a parent, I'm like, you know, this is our very first day of third grade, honey, it's going to be a great day. And so that's what I did as a parent, because that was important for me. So wow. I don't want kids, I don't want the students to stress about those things they can't control. Let's, what can you do to ensure that you're, you have a good day? So that's where I try to tell parents, just calm down. I promise hmm. you, it's not going to be the end of the world. But, you know, I'm sure it's difficult when you got your kid, your child over here, and you're like, well, they need to get in this class. Or if you got more than one child, right? You know, yes. it's even worse. Than, I know, yeah. Yeah, I, and uh, speaking to that, Ms. Um, Davis, um, in, in reference to, like you said, dealing with the technicalities of it, a lot of the issue, and, and I'm speaking from a personal standpoting, mm -hmm. I have a, a kindergartner right mm -hmm. now, um, and just um, actually being able to log in and from a virtual standpoint you know with school you got regular class it's very interactive especially with kindergarten you know mm -hmm. the, 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 um, the lessons are very interactive but mm -hmm. you know him having to sit there stay still and say hey just stay still and, and listen <laughs> wait your turn and all these things um you know but um in in reference to that David, as far as with the the technicality um, that's what you've been really dealing with um, thus far to this point? Yes, de definitely. Um, and again, even though I'm a high school counselor, having a third grader in the house has really opened my eyes to, you know, this whole virtual platform. And so the second day of school, I'm listening. What is she doing? She's a... And I'm like, you know what? Calm down, woman. Calm down. She was engaged, but sitting in a chair... Yeah. For a lesson for 45 minutes is not something that a third, because usually she may be over here coloring with her, you know, her classmate or they're having to, you know, manipulate some things, but sitting there and trying to stay completely engaged, it's ridiculous for me to think that my child can do that. So I'm like, okay, as long as she knows what's going on. And then when I come in on her little breaks, okay, we got a five minute break. So, so what did you do? Mm -hmm. I'm listening. I'm ear hustling anyway. And so I can tell that she's engaged, but that's sitting still. Yeah. Not, no, no. Yeah. And it's yeah. 
different in a classroom because again, you have other people to engage with. When it's just you sitting there, it can be crazy. So parents, yeah. I had to do it myself. I thought I was gonna mutate one day. <laughs> and this is day two. <laughs> this is day two. You you there too, Miss Ferguson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, you know, as a as a as a counselor, like I said, uh, you know, you are certified, you know, you've gone to school, you 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 know, you've trained. Uh, to know how to deal with this, um, you know, what are some of the mechanisms? What are some of the, you know, maybe official things that that parents, right, uh, that parents can explore uh, to really just to wrap their heads around this, you know, uh, because basically, you know, we're in isolation. I want to talk to you and, uh, you know, Ms. Ferguson also just about the isolation, because that's basically what it seems like we're, we're, we're in isolation. You know, what are, what are the professional like mechanisms that you could give, you know, to even me or even other parents who are just, you know, watching this? And I'll tell you one of the great things that um, some of our school counselors worked on over the summer and even back in the spring, we have this calming room. Um, it's on the Cobb County School District. Hold on, what you say? A what, what you say? A calming room? Hold on. Calming, yes, calming okay. room. And there are several different. I mean, you might have music or art. So many different things that you can use to engage your child. I think wow. that you know. Um, or related to anxiety. I mean, the, everything is there and it's so much. And so when, usually when people see an abundance of things, what's the first thing to happen? Anxiety. Oh God, it's too much. I can't get through. No, no, no. Calm down. Calming room and pick something. Let me look over these things. And I always tell parents, you look over and kind of work through it yourself. Before mm. you give it to your child to do. You know, see, does this work for, and, and the beauty of this stuff, it isn't just for children because we school counselors tap into it you know, on a daily basis. Right. Um, it's for anyone, but the resources are already there. Go there and you can find a resource, like I said, if it's anxiety, if it's stress, um, if, you know, it's what can I do to get them to sit down? You know, it, it may be an idea of coming up with a fidget tool or something, you know, mm. likes, you know, soft things and, you know, mm. keep him from tapping. Well, what did you, did you think about giving him maybe a, you know, soft little ball to, you know, to play with or something or wow. maybe soft, you know, um, um, eraser, just whatever you can do to get that baby to like, calm down. And that whole isolation, when it's PE time and recess, guess what we do? I get up from this seat yeah. and outside. We, we, we've got to get outside and get moving because we both have been sitting for a while. So, you know, I won't give you specific or I can't necessarily give you specific things, but I can give you that calming room. And I can bet you in every aspect of your child's life and probably even yours, you will be able to find something that'll help you get through. And not, it doesn't even have anything to do with school. Like I said, you know, this afternoon, you just, oh, I just want to just meditate a little bit. Right. Website. It, there, there are things already there for you. So um, it's the Cobb County School District. Um, if you Google, uh, Google, go to the Cobb County School District and search for school counseling, or you probably can even just search for a common room because I have it bookmarked, so I don't have to do that. You know, um, it, it, I, I'm telling you, it is a life changer for families. Again, like I so said, you think about the child, but when the parent benefits from it more than the child. Right, it, right. You know, yeah. So definitely. Almost um, it's like a, a woo-saw, calming. Yeah. And absolutely. we had no clue about absolutely. it. Like, this absolutely. is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. Only here mm -hmm. on Studio Set Stage. Uh, you know, Miss Ferguson, you know, when you hear 
a, a certified counselor, you know, talk about the calming way. What does it sound like to you? Like, what's, oh, what's your thank you. Like? I'm so glad she's <laughs> on here. I'm so excited. I just don't even want to talk. I want to listen to everything she has to say. Seriously, seriously. <laughs> um, I'm going to for right now. Right now. <laughs> Google it. In this space it, th that we're going through right now, mm -hmm. that is what I, I just feel so bad for all the parents that's, you know, maybe not fortunate to work from home and they have grandparents mm -hmm. or aunts or, or older sister. I just said, Lord, I hope that the, the children are not feeling this tension and stress. I hope mm -hmm. that they are still happy and just being babies, mm -hmm. just being kids and let us adults handle all this technical mm -hmm. stuff in the background. But you know, there are plenty of households where that's probably not happening. Not I want to ask you, Ms. Ferguson, like, you know, with your child, like um, when the whole pandemic hit and, you know, this whole isolation, mm -hmm. digitally learning, you know, what did they say to you that was like really shocking to you? Like what, like, was there, you know, was there a moment where it was like, what, what are we well, doing? You know, they, they were great. I mean, you know, the schools, the teachers, everyone was so fantastic. But they, your kids, but what, 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 were the, what were your children saying? They didn't say anything to us, <laughs> but they were fantastic okay. with assuring the little babies that everything's yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but no, we, we didn't really get much, you know, student support at, or parent support at that time. They didn't. My, my son, let me tell you, my son literally said, and this Miss Davis, you probably can um, relate to this. My son literally, he's a kindergartner. He said, you know, I want to go to school. Aww. He honestly and seriously was like, I want to go to school. You know, that's, that was, it was like, it, it, and it broke my heart, Miss Davis. I know that you, you have heard this from parents, you know, what yes. do you tell, you know, your child? Like, what do you, you know, how can, I mean, Aside from saying, yeah, the coronavirus, we're in a pandemic, you know, how do you get it through to a child? You know, I know you do this every single day. Yes. And so, you know, and um, back when we were out in the spring and I was on with my, with my boy who was in fifth grade at the time and um, the teacher asked the question, so what do you, what do you all miss most? As, however she phrased the question. Right. And one little boy said, I just want to be at school with my friends. And he broke down and started crying. I had to get up and walk out of the room because it was just hearing that innocence in his voice and yeah. you know because school is everything especially for a child who's you know an only child anyway you know that's those are their friends so you know um, one of the things that we were able to do was like exchange information um you know my mine don't have um cell phone because when the little boy said what's your cell number he said no i don't have a cell phone he's like you ain't got a cell phone i was like not until he can pay the bill you know kind of right. thing wow. you know, getting his phone number so that they could communicate with each other um you know and, and again for me it all goes back to the parent children feed off of the adults so if i as a parent am acting all oh my god and i'm all stressed yeah. out and stuff, yeah that's that's what um that's what our children see and i'll even jump to back to friday night when i got the uh, the information about chadwick, chadwick boseman yeah i have no idea that black panther is no longer with us in that form because yeah. I haven't come to a grip myself with how I, I'm even dealing with that. I mean, I'm dealing yeah. with it. And yeah. so, you know, I got to get me together before I can even talk to my children about it. And so sometimes, you know, because the kids are always on the internet and they see everything on social media and, but they're in third and fifth grade, they shouldn't even be on social media, but that's wow. a 
whole other story. Right. Example. That's a whole other story. Right. That's a right. whole other something in exactly. and of itself. So much like so my children have no idea that he he doesn't um he's yeah. no longer with us. I so. was either. No. Yeah, so right. so yeah. but but being the parent and and making sure that you're okay. You know, so and so I was able to go back and talk to the class and say, you know, guys, it's gonna be okay. You know, just understand safety. You know, when we talk about, you know, we took them not being in school to just thinking about when you're sick. Yeah. And when you get sick and you can't go to school. You really, really want to be at school with your friends, but you can't be because you're sick. And then when you come back and one of them is gone because they're sick, you know, but one day when everybody is well, we're all gonna be able to get back together and you're gonna be able to come back friends. And so that kind of helped for that moment, you know, but right. then We've done birthday party drive-bys and stuff. And a lot of times it's, they just want to see somebody and not like on the camera. If I saw you in Walmart, oh my God, you know, that kind of thing. And we kept it moving. But just being able to see their friends and talk to them and know that they're okay. Because deep down, I know when the, when the children heard sickness and coronavirus, you know, it could have been really scary for a lot of children. Yeah, and so, yeah. but to see their friends and know that, oh, you're, you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. We just can't come to school and play with each other right now. But I'm okay so that's 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 very important just try to keep the children calm and come you know you figure out what what will make you feel better you don't you don't have to have a phd to be able to say okay my baby is in crisis right now what can i do so that he or she doesn't suffer so if that means take their whole little old minds off of it and y'all talk about it like let's go get some ice cream let's do this let's do yeah. that you know yeah. so the babies need that they have no business stressing right now well, let me, you know, um, my, my co-host, Mark, Dean, and I, we were, you know, off air talking about, you know, we, we are hearing so many different things. We get emails because, you know, we have a wide circle of friends. And it, it has even, let's go from the standpoint of your colleagues, you know, fellow uh, school counselors and psychologists. Mm -hmm. uh, I have heard of one or two incidences where certain counselors have said, this is too much for me. And they have chosen to sit out this year or to leave uh, their school. And I, I, I was floored when I heard that actually happening. And I just, just wanted you to, to speak to that. You know, this is not <clears throat> affecting, you know, the parents, the kids, but also the experts. You know, you're an expert in this field. You know, when, when I got into school counseling, or when I got into education, period, this is my 19th year. Wow. I wanted to work with children. And never in... 18 and a half years, which would have been this past spring, did I think that I was going to be doing school counseling virtually. I was going to be having teams meeting with students. What for me, it's an enemy by any means necessary type thing. You know, mm. I, it's not ideal, but I know that children depend on me. Um, they are the reason I exist. So I'm going to push through. But there are those people who have to have no i get, i came into school counseling or to education to teach children to have kids pulling on my legs and giving me hugs and they need that and i get it a thousand percent you know my son is one who you know you know put me in a corner with my computer and let me work i don't need to talk to people and, and then me i'm like oh no i need people you know i got to have people. <laughs> i'm that person too right right, right. And, and, and and it's very difficult i mean you know so not only are children and parents suffering you know educators are suffering too um because this isn't this isn't ideal. And just so as we think about even going back to a face to face, you know, people are having to make, you know, really hard decisions about can they go back face to face, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe having, you know, some an older parent in their home or a child or even maybe even themselves, you know, what am I going to do when we go back, you know, full time? 
you know, I, I don't know. I'm just. So you have had these conversations with fellow colleagues oh, and uh, absolutely. counselors. Absolutely. And lots of crying, lots of crying and just, you know, and I, just do the best you can with, with what you have and, you know, um, try to save your crying for when you're not in a class with students. Because again, if you're going to be there with them, give them a thousand percent of what you have, because you don't want them to think that something is wrong. Again, you, you, we're human too, but if we are there to provide for the children and make sure that they are going to be on a great path and to help them not even think about this pandemic, we got to, you know, pull up our bootstraps and, you know, okay, I got 50 minutes to get through this and then I'm going to well and I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. But, you know, yeah. it, again, it's different, but that that's not me. You know, like I said, I'm a I'm a people person. I'm like, you're not you're not trying to quit. You're not trying to quit right now. Okay. No man. Not unless we win that mega million. I keep saying that. But other than that, I'm in it to win it. I'm I'm gonna be here. So. Mark Dean, I know uh, we were talking about, you know, some parents who have not had favorable, you know, experiences and, and Miss Ferguson, I know uh you've you've seen that too, have not had uh, favorable uh, interactions with uh, the counselors or the psychologists. Mm. Um, you know, do, do you care to share, Miss Ferguson, any um, any, of, any of your grievances? You know, I I cannot think of a specific issue with with a parent. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of my own. Not nothing really that complex. Again, it's just the technical stuff. Gotcha. Um, I, I was talking to my mom yesterday and she mentioned that there were there were kids out in the in the parking lots of restaurants on their devices to use the Wi-Fi from the restaurant. Now that that we talked about amongst wow. ourselves. And so wow. do you hear that, Ms. Davis? This was happening. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, people not having internet, not they may not have been aware of the resources available. But who knows? It happened so quickly. They may not have had the time to get everything in place. But the, the right. children that stay at extended stays in hotels and things like that, or where whatever the case may be, they're they're in parking lots on cell phones trying to maneuver. Oh, it's sad. So I, I I heard that Cobb County. I don't I don't know the details <clears throat> about this, but I heard that Cobb County they they were taking their their school buses that were equipped with. Yeah. Uh, Wi-Fi and parking them in specific locations, and it gave me goosebumps. Miss Davis, like it yes. gave me goosebumps. Like, <clears throat> that's what they yeah. were doing. Yes, and I, I've definitely heard those stories about you know children being in parking lots, and you know um, a lot of questions have been asked. Well, the school is Wi-Fi. Why can't you know children come on to the school? Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> they said, don't, and that's all I have to say about. Them. But um, okay. you know, being able to you know to go to a restaurant and sit in that parking lot. Um, wow. is unfortunate, but I'm glad that that at least is an option for families to do. The whole bus thing, Marietta City, I know, did it, you know, when we were out in the spring. And so that was something that Cobb was working up to, you know, putting that Wi-Fi bus in a neighborhood, you know, where a lot, you know, it, the bandwidth goes, I guess it goes far enough to a lot of families can have access to it. You don't even have to leave your home or if you chose yeah. to leave your home. But how do you address a child who has to go out as a counselor, like, how do you address a child that has to, they have to go to the parking lot of a restaurant, like Miss Miss Davis? Like, how do you? So my first, in, in a couple of ways. One, I say I applaud a family or a student who, again, by any means necessary, I need to get this education and I'm going to get it. You know, I, I need 
I need this. And right. if I have to go and drive up to McDonald's or the Starbucks parking lot and get it, then okay. But I'm not going to miss school because I understand how important school is because it's just as easy to say we don't have Wi-Fi and be done with it. And you got laptops and phones sitting in your house and be done with it. It's just as easy to do that as it is to go right down the street to you know the McDonald's parking lot. Nobody's going to come out there and put you out of the parking lot. At least I don't suppose they will. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's it's it's... It's, it's unfortunate that, you know, families are having to do that because if I don't have a car and McDonald's is a mile away, guess what? And it's raining. We're probably not walking up there to McDonald's. Right. Um, so for me, communication is so important. You must right. communicate with your teachers. If you're having some technological, you can't get on the computer, but you know, you can text them because a lot of, um, of our teachers use what they call remind and teachers can get the, email, get the text right then and teachers can text them back. Just at least one, teachers want to know first that their children or that their students are okay. When I don't hear from you at all, I worry. Believe it or not, you know, people say, oh Lord, you'd be glad that such and such is not at school. Okay, well, I ain't saying I'm like, I'm glad that he's not at school, but as long as I know he's okay, yeah. I know he's coming back, you know, so now yeah. like you don't know if children are okay or not, you know, um, yeah. so just maintaining, you know, between the student and the parent, maintaining great communication with your teachers is so important. And then again, you just never know what someone might be able to do for you if they don't even know that there is an issue. Right. You know? wow. right. I know we say yeah. this all the time. Um, you know, we, we talk about this all the time on the show. Um, a closed mouth never can't get dead. Yep. And, and, I, was and told you that, to, I was told that my very first year as a school teacher by when I was teaching in Knoxville County Schools in Macon, Mississippi by wow. my mm -hmm. first principal, um, Mrs. Jenkins, yeah. and, you know, she asked me to do something for it, and I said, oh, I don't have, you know, that resource, and two days later, she said, send me three boys, big boys, and I am like, okay, and sent, and all this stuff she brought to right. me, she had bought for me, and um, so exactly. but it was something she needed me to do, and I got it done, and she right. said, don't you ever tell somebody what you don't have, you know, you tell them, if you say you don't have it, you say, how can I get it, you know, can right. you tell me, she said, ask for it, she said, I could have said no, but I, I, you didn't even ask me, and I did something for you, so I've lived by it. I'm telling you, 19 years in, if it's something that Miss Davis wants, oh, I'm going to ask for it. I'm going to knock on wood. I've gotten everything I've ever asked <laughs> yeah. for. Well, yeah. if you are just yeah. joining us, guys, uh, this is Studio Set Stage. Uh, I'm Cynthia Mallard. I'm Mark Dean. And uh, we are in the middle, uh, just having a conversation about uh, parents educating kids, uh, parents dealing with coping, you know, coping with uh, educating their kids in this pandemic. Uh, we have uh, school counselor, Maisha Davis, and we have parent, uh, Galen Ferguson, just kind of having a, a, just a wonderful conversation. Uh, we have learned so much today. I know, uh, Ms. Davis, you know, uh, you as a, a school counselor, um, your day, you know, your door is open, your ears open is what it sounds like, right? Absolutely. Yes, um, you know, um, going forward, because like I said, we don't know how long uh, we will be in isolation. It doesn't seem, it seems like there's, re, you know, there's reports of resurgence, then it go, you hear reports it's going down, you know, it, we're going back and forth a lot. Um, you know, just to, to, to leave parents with something that's comforting, that will help them, you know, until we are back, you know, face to face, Give us something um, that you, you definitely want parents to understand and know, and, and, and fellow colleagues, everyone, to know. Yeah. Um, the, Rome wasn't built in a day. 
Uh-oh. And, you know, we're not going to... It's okay to not know right now. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to be full of anxiety. It's okay to be stressed, to be scared, because we all are stressed, scared, and full of anxiety. But again, it's just as you go through it and just think about your student, well, our students, your children, you know, what, do, what kind of message do you want them to have about this experience? Again, if they know that you're stressed and that you, oh, I'm just, I'm just throw the computer out the well, <laughs> computer away, mom, you know, yeah. um, because I, I'm going to need that computer. So I think, you know, as parents, if we can just try to dial it down and just know one day these babies are going to be back in front of their teachers and to know that the teachers miss the children. You know, I heard somebody say, oh, y'all glad that the kids aren't here anyway. I'm like, who said that? Honey, I would give my right leg to be at Hillgrove for, with our 2,400 students so I can mess with my football players and, you know, mess with my girls and just, you know, wow. I, I desire wow. that. I got into There's education for that reason. Absolutely. And so one of the things I, I wanted to throw this in here too, as I'm thinking, you know, um, you know, I talked earlier about the calming room and all. Um, for those who don't know, if you have a student in the Cobb County School District um, you know, through the resources that we use. We have a coalition list of thousands of providers um, in Met within Metro Atlanta, um, where um, if you have a, a child who's dealing with anxiety or stress and you know, ADHD and you don't have a therapist or, you know, I think something is wrong, I need him or her to see someone, um, any student in the Cobb County School District can see a therapist for um, free. They can get a free one-time assessment and you just speak with, talk to your school counselor and she will give you several referrals until you can find someone that might work for you. But they just, when you meet with the therapist, you say, hey, or call and make an appointment. You know, my student is a student within Cobb County School District. I'd like to receive a free assessment. You know, she's really dealing with a lot of anxiety and, you know, I just want to, you know, see, right. what's, see what's going on. And then, so you can receive that and then they can walk you through, you know, after their assessment, you know, what are some options for you? So that's one of the things I think that a lot of our parents don't know and don't use you know they try to go through their doctors and stuff I'm like well hey you can get one time free you know yeah free as opposed to not needing your copay yeah. and all because again, know. Who, who knows who has insurance right. and stuff these days so at least if I can at least find out if there is something then I can be on a track of trying to find some funds to take care of whatever it is so there, there are resources please use your school counselors um, and social workers um, you know to help you you know, don't just go to them when there's a problem. Go to them when there isn't a problem. Like, hey, I just was wondering, you know, is there anything great going on, you know, that my child might be able to be involved in? Because just like a teacher or an administrator, you don't want to just talk to parents when it's bad. Talk to them when it's good, too. It's all about building those relationships. And when you can build a relationship with families and that yeah. community is so much stronger. I mean, people will do anything for you that you ask. I mean, Ms. Davis, where can we where can we reach you? Uh, obviously, you're at Hilling Grove uh, High School, right? Mm -hmm. I am. At, I'm at Hill Grove High School. How um, can we? Yeah. How can we reach you? <clears throat> so uh, on, on, on social, it can be social. Yeah. Oh well, well, I don't play with social a whole lot with folks, <laughs> but um, we um, um, Hill Grove School Counselors has a um, has an Instagram. We have a Twitter. I mean, and in my email. Um, it, um, I can easily you know send some resources through email. So my email. It's M-Y-E-S-H-A dot D-A-V-I-S 
at cobbk12.org. So it's maisha.davis at cobbk12.org. And so any resources that I can share with you, I'm definitely all about doing that because again, my goal is just to make sure not only that my students and you know y'all's babies are okay, but the parents, if the parents aren't right, yeah, anything for the babies. So very yeah. good. And Miss Ferguson, um, you know, lead, you know, anything that you would like to just impart, you know, uh, to parents such as yourself, you know, uh, dealing with this, you know, primarily. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely love the information from Miss Davis. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have every all my notes written down, and I'm going to share this to all my circle of parents. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that is the key is to stay engaged and informed with the counselors and the schools and the teachers. Just our little have our own little support. Group. Is that what you're what you're going to be doing? I am going to be doing that. I I I kind of you know how you you're not really sure how the the parents and your teacher the parents in your class your students class you don't really know how because we're virtual we can't see them we didn't do a meet and greet. So I kind of sent out an email to everyone like the first week just asking if anyone was having issues and a couple of people replied because I just kind of wanted to know what everyone else was saying. So, wow. Wow. but it would be nice if they would open it up and maybe send us out a, a, a the contact list of the parents. Cause you know how some people are, they, they don't want you to start contacting them and asking yeah. for help, but that is what I'm going to do. Stay in, Stay connected and kind of build Absolutely. that little circle of, you know, 10 or 15 parents that we can exchange information. I, I like that. I'll definitely be on the Cobb County calming room as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, share. They, they put a lot of work into okay. on that page for it not to be used. So, and not just okay. Cobb County, anybody in the world who can access it, you know. We, we, so, so Marvin, we learned a lot, didn't we? <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. Um, we learned, uh, I, what I, bring from this is um, going back. Communication is key. Yeah. Um, closed mouth doesn't get fed and um, yeah. you know there are resources out there. So information is power and um, during this time of uncertainty yeah. um, like to say one thing that's certain is uncertainty but you have to mm -hmm. um, stay aware, be aware mm -hmm. and, um, and, 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 you, and use the information to uh, and pass it on. Like uh, Gail, you said, you know, you've taken this information and that's the purpose of this is to give and give access to the information mm -hmm. so you can use it um, to make the best out of a situation, you know, where you might think, oh, there's no hope or we in dire straits. No, there's always, you know, um, there's always with the, get the information, you can always better the circumstance. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, like I said, you only heard it here at Studio Set Stage. Uh, what a wonderful, wonderful show. I just want to thank you guys so much. Uh, of course, Studio Set Stage, you can catch us on all platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere, wherever you get your podcasts, right, Martin? Yes, and you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, and Google Podcasts. So please tune in. Yep. And definitely. We love the feedback. You could have been anywhere in the world, but we're so glad that you're here with us. That's right. Come back every single week. What's your name? <laughs> My name is Mark Dean. And I'm Cynthia Mallard. This is the Studio Set Stage. I'll catch you next week. Yeah.